Hello and welcome to the Match Hours podcast where our mission is to appreciate all things anime manga. You might be asking yourself, who is this guy? Who am I? I am Urticon. Uh, if you can't tell, <laughs> we are doing an episode really dedicated to Carol and Tuesday. This is the Carol and Tuesday podcast discussion. So if you actually watched it, you would understand that reference and you're actually an OG OG. But I'm joined today by my guest, good friend, a previous guest on the podcast, Zell. Zell, how you doing? Yo, I'm, you know what, dude? I'm freaking fantastic. Hey. It's Friday. We're going to talk about Carol Tuesday. Dope, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Happy for you to be here. Happy you're hyped and happy you watched it. So for those, for those of us that are joining in, let's cue the intro and crack a cold one. Cold one. <laughs> Got him, dude. From the deepest reaches of space, <laughs> the boys are back in town. Thank you so much. Best of friend up. We've got an all new lineup. From now on, you're mine. But more importantly, we have a show to run. Welcome to Two to the Munch Hours podcast. And we're back, so you know the drill. Fresh week, fresh brew. This is my first time in a couple months of actually back on the brew on the podcast, so cheers to that. I'm excited to be drinking some craft beer once again. Cheers to the homies, cheers to the Monch Mob. It is a beautiful, crisp, crushable, crushable West Coast IPA full of Simcoe, Nelson, and Mosaic Hops, my favorite say it baby baby I've been... what are you talking about bro what do you mean what i'm talking about it's beer culture baby that was some kind of language that was crazy that was cool man <sighs> i was putting a hex on you Damn. putting a hex i was putting a hex in the audience we're talking about <laughs> hops <baby. laughs> uh, but i got to ask man what are you drinking on this week uh, uh this night this um, i got what are you partaking right, in what are you partaking in all right check it out so drinking a uh this beverage has been around for a very long time a lot of history don't oh you're rolling your eyes Uh, bro it's been around (laughs) for a very long time it's about as old as it gets it's ancient some might say uh water excellent hey there's no water shame dude there's no hydro shame here in this podcast okay sweet this is this is fully hydro homie approved okay sweet Hydro homie gang, where are Hydro you homie gangs, dude. We always stay hydrated on the Mach Mob. On the Mach Hours, dude. Guys, stay hydrated. We're too, we're too old not to stay hydrated. Yeah, dude. I'm as hydrated as it gets. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. Also celebrating a birthday weekend. Let's go. Woo! Cheers, dude. Cheers to you. Cheers. Take Finally 18. Let's go. Everybody. Finally 18, dude. 18. Let's and you're go. Twinkie and ready for all the bears, baby. <laughs> I'm Twinkie and I'm stinky and I'm ready for bears. That's ready right. for bears, dude. Palm Springs, look out. Here we come. I, I know that's right. <laughs> all right. Anyways, 
back to the discussion at hand. As I mentioned earlier, this episode is pretty dedicated dedicated to Carolyn Tuesday, an anime on Netflix directed by Shinichiro Watanabe, who, if you're a fan of anime, if you're a fan of just an amazing storytelling in general, you would recognize that name as a director for not only Cowboy Bebop, but also Samurai Champloo, Space Dandy, uh, Animatrix Reloaded, and many others. Just full-on phenomenal director, highly coveted, highly respected, so there is nothing short of amazing when it comes to Carolyn Tuesday. This is part of our monthly watch-alongs that we are reinvigorating back onto the year for 2023. And it's been super exciting to kind of get back into that old formula, the old format that our OG Machma fans would recognize and come to love. Unfortunately, Jay is not able to make it, but we're gonna give him the pass to everybody because he is a new dad. Firstborn, yes, dude, cheers Let's to that. Go. Cheers to, he had his uh, first kid, a beautiful, healthy daughter that uh it looks like jordan surprisingly <laughs> um like it's got that same squinty eye thing that jordan does so isn't it, isn't it weird how kids can look like their parents it's the darndest thing it's, it's so the darndest weird. thing yeah it's crazy it's almost yeah. like i don't know like if you really think about it it's like they share dna or something it's freaking weird yeah i don't know i mean it's weird like that the, the that dna like i thought the stork just like like what is like the same family tree line or something like oh this is the dna tree or some shit oh well so i thought it was also storks but what i heard was that they drop off an egg oh like a mailman like they come by and they're like special delivery and then george goes outside and he's like oh wow for me and the storks like oh that's right and then literally plops the freaking kiddo on the ground oh and then the stork flies away and that's how babies are born so that being said because that is how kids are made and delivered it is crazy that jordan's daughter has similar features wow wow well i really appreciate that round of applause everybody for that beautiful um what would you an explanation i had no idea it was very the imagery was i was like it was like a movie was playing in my head yeah, I, uh, I've done a lot of research on the topic, so I know a lot about it. You can so consider yourself a storkologist? Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Carolyn Tuesday. Carolyn Tuesday. Uh, Boom. All right, let's jump into it. So, Carolyn Tuesday, obviously, the characters are called Carol and Tuesday. Uh, not only. Oh, so wait. Who is. Uh, let me get my YouTube here. I think someone's chatting. Dragon Ow. of Akina. What's up, dude? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining in. We're talking about Carolyn Tuesday. Uh, so Carol and Tuesday follows, of course, Carol and Tuesday, but there's also the antagonist, which is also, um, if not just important as the duo, and that is Angela. But with these amazing characters, there's also others that introduce a bunch, such as Gus, Rodney, other musicians like Crystal, uh, Zip, Ezekiel, and many others. So before we get into the nitty gritty, I got to ask you, Who's your favorite character, man? Let's just jump right there. Who's your favorite character oh, of Carol on Tuesday? Dang it. We're coming out gun swinging, oh, bro. We're not going to oh, leave. Oh, man. There's okay. no massage because it's Carol on Tuesday, baby. Dude, I, you know what's funny? I was thinking about this like right before. It's like, man, who do I like a lot in the show? And uh, this sounds, this, I think this might be a hot take or a weird answer, but I freaking love Tao on my second watch i oh, really like how dude interesting um, i thought 
liked it. I thought that was great. I'm gonna go with Tao. Going with yeah. Tao. And I think there, so. I've seen Carolyn Tuesday twice. Uh, so I like rewatched it a few weeks ago, and um, it's just I like the way he develops over the course of the season. Like the way that he starts out and like you know he does not really telling anybody. We talk about spoilers, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like he's a freaking AI, and then there's like jokes about in the beginning of people being like, "Yeah, you're an AI," and you're like, "I'm pretty sure he's an AI," and I like totally forgot that he actually is, and. I just thought it was cool, man. I like seeing Tao do stuff where he like uh, saves Angela from that one guy near the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know, man. It was really cool to see him kind of like turn around and I guess like lose some of his AI ness and being like super robot and like not really having emotions to then like slowly develop some. But it still feels kind of like it's like he's improved, but things aren't like all perfect now. Right. Uh, which I thought was like really real. I don't know. It felt very like real, I guess. I I, yeah. I loved how you kind of buttoned that up at the end there. You you mentioned real, and I do agree with you on the sentiments of like Tao's turnaround, especially on the second watch. I feel like you could really connect with it. It in it also dives into a deeperness that comes with this AI versus human element that's presented without within the show. And the strength yeah. of that human element is that realness. So Tao having, because perfection isn't real. Real comes with flaws. It comes with imperfections. That's what makes it perfect in, in a sense. So you kind of mentioning that is really interesting, really interesting point on, on Tao's end. He's, he's actually becoming human in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. It's yeah. It's like, and I think this is really cool that like Tao and uh, Angela had like the opposite, right? Where like Angela starts out being like very like human, I guess you'd call it, right? And Tao is like super robotic. And I feel like all the shit that happens to Angela, especially in like the second half of the show, where it gets like really emotional and and you know dark and stuff, and mm-hmm. a lot of shit happening to her that sucks. And then, like, she gets, like, pretty emotionless yeah. near the end. And it's, like, shutting off all... This is crazy. This is nuts, bro. It was really good writing. And she just, like, kind of checks out for a lot of episodes. And you're like, oh, man, I don't think she's doing too great. And then Tao goes the opposite direction, where he's starting out as, like, no no emotions. All I do is this. It's very logical to taking on more emotion near the end. It's really beautiful. It, it wow. is beautiful. Yeah, it's like a yin-yang. It's, it's opposites. Yeah. It's everything that you know two halves make a whole in, in a sense uh such tunes welcome to the podcast appreciate you stopping by Tetra. Tetra, Tetra. what's up og how you doing uh, uh bro what up we just we just started the podcast so don't uh, feel like you missed anything um for those that are tuning in and are unaware what carol and tuesday are i highly highly recommend you to watch it and don't be afraid of our spoilers that we're talking about because the majority of what makes carol and tuesday is what you feel while watching it so even the, even if you know what's going on, you still feel the impact. Uh, Carol and Tuesday follows the story of both two girls, one named Carol, one named Tuesday, and how they adventure and become uh, friends, almost sisters. They become sisters through the bond of music, and they touch other people's hearts uh, with the bonds oh, of music. Perfect. So, yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. Have to finish. Yeah, you have yet to finish Carol and Tuesday. Yeah, definitely do it. Highly recommend to those that haven't. It's 24 episodes, so you can finish it definitely in a month like we did here. It's only one season, so you don't have to worry about other seasons coming out. Fantastic. 
Uh, back to the question at hand, favorite characters, Shane mentioned Tao, and I yeah. would like to throw my hat in the ring. I think it. my first play, my first watch and my second watch are still tied. Uh, that is going to be my vote for Angela. Uh, I think that uh, Angela's character, her progression, uh, just really resonated with me the most because she, there is this kind of like what you mentioned here this sense of her trying to live up to i guess what was the word the assumptions the the presumptions that people have of her being this perfect diva this perfect idol and she really isn't and the first start of the, of the show you see those imperfections i mean she is like auditioning or running a commercial for a, a, a chicken burger blah 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 and fast forward you know to the end we see this this extremely extreme extreme stressful trials and tribulations of Angela following up to the last couple episodes where she eventually breaks down. And I feel like there's just, uh, it, it's a perfect kind of um, example of the ugly side of the, of the music industry or just any entertainment industry as a whole. And so I just really appreciated that aspect of it being represented in, in Carol Tuesday. Yeah, she. that's funny. She's my second. I liked her a lot on the second watch too like mm -hmm. a lot more because i think uh i started out not liking her uh at, on my first watch like right. i was like uh and then like you're watching her more and more and like she kind of like slowly grew on me but i feel like it just didn't hit me the same or on the second watch for whatever reason just in like different time in my life and i'm re-watching this and i'm like oh man like i was most interested in, in her scene Mm -hmm. because it's just a really interesting story to follow you know and i like her character development too i think yeah um yeah her and, and tau feel like the most uh just real and kind of raw <laughs> character development yeah uh, compared to everyone else that are human <laughs> funny yeah. enough yeah everyone else that are kind of living this fairy tale comeuppance you know yeah two girls carol and tuesday they just meet one cop yeah um uh yeah one guitar one, yeah. <laughs> okay way to ruin the fucking show for everybody yeah that's the podcast oh okay God. did not need that visualization oh, wow. uh but here we are well, you're the one that said here we are um here we are um, all right all right get with the program hogs okay um as i was saying yeah there you know it's not this fairy tale-esque Road to Glory for uh, Angela and, and Tao. So really, really appreciate that side of things. Um, also, the music's fantastic. I love that Angela's kind of like a boss bitch. She is a diva, but she knows it. I mean, she, she struts and she knows it. Like, she's yeah. been there, done that. So I respect that in a sense. And she does come around. Like, it's one of those kind of cases where tough cookie to crack, but once you kind of get into like her level and she respects you, then, you know, yeah. life goes both ways. Yeah, she's like Ariana Grande. I feel like she just she knows she's got it, bro. Ooh. And she's just popping off and uh, doing her doing her thing. Doing she's her thing. Boss bitch. Like she's when a she's boss auditioning, bitch, yeah. bro, at the uh, for whatever that show was that was like America's Got Talent. Space Mars has got talent. Mm -hmm. Mars has got talent. Um, which actually might be a real thing at some point in the future. Crazy how the future works. So, we'll be touching on that uh, in just a bit. <laughs> what was I saying? 
Um, you were talking about how she's a boss bitch. Right. Oh, right. And she's auditioning. Here we go. And she's coming out to audition. And one of the judges is like, where, why are you auditioning? Aren't you aware this could ruin your career if you can't sing well? And then <laughs> Angela does the snap like that. And she like turns her hips to the side and she's like, well, I can actually sing. So I won't be an issue. And then she like pops the fuck off, and it was great. She's a boss bitch, dude. Bro, hell yeah! yeah. I think that oh, was um, "I Can Move Mountains" is what she leads into. Yeah. Fucking, I, that has to be my favorite song of the show. As well, I don't know. I really? think that would be a tie between "Move Mountains" and a song that isn't directly illustrated in the show or sung in the show. It's um, "Kiss Me." Carol and Tuesday. Oh, I love that Kiss one. Kiss me, yeah. But Isn't though, that at the beginning or no? It's like an opening. Yeah, an opening. Yeah. Yeah, it's an opening, and it's unfortunate that it's not played as a as a show in the show or as a set piece. Um, that would be fucking awesome. But yeah, she comes off this little pop, and she goes, "I can move mountains." And I love that song. And what I love about revisiting um, Carolyn Tuesday is it reminded me to, to put these songs back on my playlist because I originally had Apple Music back in the day. And, I, you know, it was so hard to find Carolyn Tuesday songs, period, because it's just an anime. Um, so it was like a mix of like SoundCloud, but on Spotify, boom, dude, it's like all they're right all there. there. Yeah, they're all on there. So I've been jamming out all month to, to Carolyn Tuesday. Oh, me too, man. Okay, so Kiss Me is dope. And I wish someone would do that to me in real life very soon. <laughs> Preferably a uh, very handsome man. Uh, so also, so Kiss Me is a great song. Very relatable. Uh, Loneliest Girl. Yeah. Fantastic. That's an OG. And I really love the song at the end, Mother. Cry every time. No, no, no. Really? It's beautiful. I you love know, it. I don't know. I, I, I get it. I love the ending. I love how everything wraps together and it's this beautiful moment of, well, I want to say that part for later. We'll just talk about the song right now. Um, okay. Yeah. Mother, I, it, I think for me, <laughs> Kiss a Lonely Girl has more emotional impact than Mother. I just, Mother, I get it. I get it, but I didn't like, I get it, but it didn't like hit me, you know? I see. Yeah. I think Loneliest Girl is just more kind of like subtle, I guess, where mother is like what's happening it's happening it's a broadway thing dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why broadway song yeah that's a musical theater shit so um makes sense makes sense what's interesting what so you so you go kiss me or do you go loneliest girl then mother uh wait loneliest girl kiss me mother but her other songs I like too. But those are probably my favorite three right now. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Respect, there's respect. a lot of good songs on there. There's a there's a lot of good songs. There's a lot of great bops. I mean, shit, dude. On this second playthrough, what's up, B1? Nice to see you. Loneliest Girl is your number B1. one. Love that, Let's man. Go. B1 coming in with Loneliest Girl. That's good, dude. Way to oh. appreciate you coming in and sharing your your thoughts with us, B1. Love it. Thank you, man. Um. I, okay, strange enough, the first watch through, I think I didn't really, I enjoyed the Mars arc, Mars Got Talent. Second watch through, I really fucking loved it. Oh, and, me too. 
honestly, I didn't care for the song the first time around, but second time around, it's a fucking bop. Dude, OG Bulldog opera rap. Oh, great. Fucking love it. Dude, okay, I had the same exact reaction. I thought that whole, like, arc, yeah, like you're saying, I was like, yeah, kind of whatever the first time around. And I was like, I didn't really care for the music acts. And this time I was just like, this is so good. Yeah. And like, that guy killed it. He's also a baddie. Freaking He's also a it. fucking baddie. Glorious in the Dude, that song is tight, bro. I kind of like, want to yeah. see if there's actually a genre. There's got to be. I mean, it's got to be uh, these days. But yeah. I'll fucking dive into oh. that shit. Hey, oh, speaking of loneliest girl, I'm a lonely girl. And uh, can I play something for you right now? uh okay we'll see yeah if it, see if it comes like li- what do you mean like live on an instrument yeah oh shit okay all right uh on uh monch has got talent zell is performing original rendition of loneliest girl You know what? It it's not really coming through. No! It sounds like I'm listening to like I called your um, flip phone and you're like, "Hey, can't get to the phone right now, but listen to the song." And oh, you put it like you recorded it. it from the speaker of your car. Damn! But it's I can oh. hear it, bro. You actually learned the song. I learned the intro. Oh, oh man! No, okay, I might dude. have to try and join on my phone then because I don't think this is working. I might have to try and join Discord on my phone and then try a different setup. But I learned the little beginning part. Like, Dude, that's fucking Dang awesome. It. Damn, we'll you went above and beyond. It. We'll come back to it. We'll, we'll wrap we'll that back. up. We'll, we'll do. We'll get Shane to um, record himself and, and with video just of his hands um, and um, upload it so we can get that. No, I'm kidding, but if he wants to. <laughs> No pressure. Sec. Oh, B One's second favorite is Mermaid Sisters, bro. Mermaid Sisters. <laughs> shut the. What does it go? Ah, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Shut mother. Shut up, fucking bitch. Motherfucking bitch. Some shit like that. That was funny, um, but I actually did not like that. Um, me neither. So. Unfortunately. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Fucking oh, bullshit. Yeah. Fucking <sighs> And like, it just kind of goes on for too long. Like, the gag is like a minute and a half, and you're like, "Oh, I, that's funny because I got it in ten seconds." And then they just keep doing the same thing for another minute and a half, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> like they're not. It's not evolving anywhere here. It's just literally that still." And there's like the one dude who's like not dressed up, like he just showed up late. <laughs> yeah, and then pans to the audience, and they just have like the same expression. The jaw like, drop clickbait thumbnail. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, B1. It's okay. B1, though. bro. We all love choose. Loneliest Girl, dude. We can take refuge yeah, in that. True. But choose a different song for But you No, no. Anyways. Anyways, back to the songs. Really like those songs. I mean, across the board, it's fantastic. I definitely have Angela's like locked in. I have all the songs on my Spotify, but not gonna lie, dude. I'll be listening to Move Mountains. Um, I've been listening to uh, Light of Fire. Oh, I love that. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, yeah. And there's also one that I fucking really like, where it's All I Want Is You Now. 
Oh, dude, that one is really bubbly. I fucking love it. Oh. Yeah. Who sings that one? Angela. Oh. Angela. 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 Little fucking AI on like the 21 questions MTV crib spoof. Angela. 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 Oh, that was infuriating. None to say the less. So good. Bro. Oh, great. Glad you like that. Glad we all like that. Honestly, great. nine out of ten people would agree that Loneliest Girl is a certified bop. One thing I do want to do um, kiss me before sunrise. Or I'm leaving you tonight. And then it's like that one part in the in the like the chorus, not the chorus, but the verse. Oh, it's my favorite. Fantastic. It's a jam. It's a bop, certified bopper. Jim in my dream, maybe we go. Here we go. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> uh, maybe we'll do that on karaoke later. Uh, probably not. <laughs> um, I cut you off. You're gonna say something. You did cut me off. Yeah, you did. It's okay. So, you were a mermaid galactic girl fine. right there, um, which is all yeah, right. right. Which is all right. Yeah. And we talk about our favorite songs. And we talk about our favorite people. Before we kind of jump into the narratives, let's just kind of tie this together with, do you have like a particular favorite moment in the series? Uh, it doesn't have to be like a series, it's something that really stood out to you uh, while you're watching first or second time or both. Uh, yes, actually. And it hit me totally different on the second watch. Oh, okay. Uh, the scene where Carol and Tuesday go to meet Desmond? The, the recluse? The, Yes. Okay. It's like my body is like degenerating, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it was like really freaking sad. Like it was a super sad scene. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, I just like didn't feel anything. For whatever reason, I was just like watching and I was like, oh, okay. And then on the second watch, I was like freaking cried. It's like really sad Whoa. and tragic when you like hear desmond talking and like i don't know yeah it just hit me i was like that was really beautiful it, um and whatever the rare forget it was some dis, like some rare disease thing where like oh my body is like degenerating i can't really play music anymore and i used to like love playing you know mm -hmm. i was like that is just yeah it's tragic from my heart i love that i thought it was great similar um not so much desmond but in that sense of where i really didn't care for it the first time around uh but the second time around it definitely uh rung out to me and that is actually involving tau when tau uh essentially angela is about to perform with ertigan at the cydonia festival and they're trying to find the stalker and tau like really starts showing this like almost like birth of his human side where once things start clicking in his head and he like runs back to the stage to save Angela and it's kind of like this moment of self-sacrifice that an AI wouldn't write like do like all it it, it was really interesting yeah. I, I really didn't care for it but the, the second time around it just kind of hit me I'm like oh my god like I was like go like I know what's gonna happen but I was still like go dude go <laughs> yeah like come I, on man get there yeah get your ass over there save Angela like uh, it's funny because we were talking about when you asked me about my favorite character I was thinking about that scene mm -hmm. 
because that whole concert scene, him trying to find the person, and yeah, I thought it was great. Well, a really cool moment. And yeah. like I said on my first watch, I didn't really care for Tao like too much at all. Um, yeah, that was a great, great scene. And then Angela's looking back like Tao's like, yeah, I got him. Yeah, freaking you great. Know, just like perform, girl. Perform. Yo, perform your hot out, girl. This is your That's moment. Like, Don't let anybody take it away. No. Yeah, man, it was good because Tao has all the tech as was shown later on to like if angela like essentially died or worse or you know lost saying he has the ai version of her yeah so kind of shows you that little bit of <laughs> human <laughs> the human element the real element oh is that what is that what that sounds like? i was trying to imitate a heartbeat but it didn't really <laughs> oh but it kind of came out <laughs> oh yeah heartbeats don't sound like that yeah i know I was, it's, uh, I tried and failed. So oh, what are you going to okay. do, bro? Yeah. I, hey, I'm oh, not the well, one. Give, give him a pass. Give him a pass. Uh, I'm not performing on Mars. He's got talent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're all very thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, anyways. Anyways. So one thing I want to touch base or uh, kind of touch topic on, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, um, was the, Uh, if I were to put it into words, the sense of realism or the sense of how grounded this series is in like a real world sense. Like these are elements that you could see happening um, or narratives that are currently taking place. This came out in 2019. Um, in 2019, Carol and Tuesday talking about, you know, living in unison or the, the struggles of AI, which currently we are in that time as well. AI has been booming. Uh, in the art industry, chat GP, mid journey, just in general, there's lots of talk about it. Also, Carol and Tuesday really, I believe, um, hit the button on this parasocial relationships that are kind of running rampant right now in, you know, with the COVID boom and, and streamer to audience relationship. Uh, and similar to where you have Sybil, who thinks Carol is speaking to her cryptically in all the messages, you know, that parasocialness, similar uh, to streamers and their audience. It's just interesting how Shinichiro and Carol and Tuesday were able to produce this, you know, three years ago. And it just feels like it's today's time. Obviously, in the future, we're in Mars and all that. But kind of wanted to see what you thought of that. Do you, did you feel like any sense of like, whoa, this feels like this could be happening right now? I, yes, like, especially with all the AI stuff going on, because I think, I mean, that was only what, like four years ago. Yeah. It just didn't feel like AI was like as prevalent um, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like all the AI art stuff you're talk <clears throat> talking about. It's like, yeah, it's like super recent and it's crazy that uh, that just like wasn't a thing I even thought about more than like two seconds on the first watch through. Right. And on the second one, it's like, oh, wow, like these are like actually real things we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, there was another moment, too, when I was rewatching it. Um, it just I can't remember. Ugh. But I feel like there are just themes that I caught this time around that were didn't seem as relevant before. 
But like, do you feel like that the same way with the AI? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of why I brought it up. It's one thing that rung out to me the whole time I was watching it. It really stood out because as you know, we've been in, if you're on social media or just, just in general, if you're attached to the world or, or the what's happening currently, AI has been just this massive movement and backlash in the, in the past couple months. And you can really find yourself, um, I think, in this gray area where you understand that it's here and there's definitely morality questions, but the it's very gray. I mean, there's a very gray spot and there's very like, black and white. Like if you're using it to straight up copyright art and sell it as your own, yeah, you're fucked. Like you get the fuck out of here. But at the same time, if you're using it as a tool to produce a final product, then yeah, like that is kind of what it was intended for. But it's just like, damn, dude, this is almost a little bit of a glimpse like into that realm like it's so well done yeah i think it was i love i just love that how you said that like the ai music especially um it's like so many people use it in that future Mm -hmm. that it's rare for someone to like not use it right so then when someone hears like carolyn tuesday it's like a really big deal that it's like, oh, these people are, like, they're just playing music on instruments. And it, like, hits people totally different than, uh, like, the straight-up AI music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think is yeah, it's relevant, too. It's like with the AI art stuff. Like, you're dealing with AIs doing things, you're dealing with people doing things. I'm, like, really curious to see what, uh, <laughs> how it ends up. And if it ends up like it does in Carol and Tuesday, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. And kind of piggyback, piggybacking on that that sentiment, I, I'm I'm in the camp where where I understand that this is not going away. It's the only thing that's gonna be more. But I truly believe that in the shows like in Carol and Tuesday, like human made stuff will always resonate with humans just just like that sense of soul that ais really can achieve um and whether that be like maybe you don't make the perfect you know in music chord or you don't sing the perfect note or that like isn't expected but that in itself is like what makes these human written songs so special and they connect with us and, and, and they resonate with us oh that was out of crazy brain blast moment because earlier you were talking about perfectionism mm-hmm. and people being perfect yeah and how that's a human thing yeah is that you're imperfect yeah oh everyone oh my god you you planted this seed 40 minutes ago that is crazy i didn't and plant the seed bro wow. i resonated the the the, the seed that was planted in the show dang and now you're bringing oh it's just a beautiful moment the bring it forth to light dude into, however that is called after that stage and uh yeah man people always appreciate imp- imperfectionism yeah imperfectionism uh, um imperfection uh imperfection yeah yeah oh that it's just that word just you that add anything to it mm-hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> just that man you get it you get it you get it's it it's all good it's all good oh uh, okay well i have a question for you then uh okay so with music for example yeah if you heard a song and you resonate like really resonated with you and made you feel emotional and like you connected to it you felt right. like you understood it does it necessarily matter like if you then found out 
Fion. <laughs> Fion. If you then, if, so if you then out, <laughs> would you? If you found out that an AI wrote the song, would it have? Would it then ruin the meaning of the song, even though you connected to it before knowing who wrote it? You know, I, I, I mean, I can imagine a world where like an AI perfectly replicates it, um, and I couldn't tell you if I would feel it, because maybe I could argue at that point, like, maybe is that AI, like, gaining, you know, sentience, right? Is it becoming more human? Oh, um, you didn't go further into that. Uh, but I can provide an example um, relating to that, and it would be not so much AI, but maybe my what? general use, like, my general, like, I'll... I'll, I'll connect the bridge right ai is essentially an algorithm <laughs> to produce what is going to sound the best song right this song is going to hits all the algorithm marks for like what is a good pop song right okay what is a different i mean there's a difference but it's a small difference and i'm going to paint the bridge for you for a company right produce hitting all the right designing this like an algorithm almost like a machine essentially all these moving parts of people Produce writing a song and then having like an industry plant singing it essentially. Like you're like if you go on TikTok or Instagram, you have type in hashtag song of the summer. How much? Oh my god, it's made song of the summer and it's presented like of a of a person, but it's in reality is there's a huge corporation backing that, right? And you can like understand at least I feel like a majority of people can feel like oh this is just kind of like a pop song. It sounds good, but there's not like depth to it, right? These words don't really have the weight of like a song that's really you can hear on the other side of the spectrum where like if you have loneliest girl and it's just like wow like i can feel that on an emotional level i'm like really connecting to that spiritually emotionally so okay but let's assume because like in carol and tuesday i think it's like this that like you might not know immediately if a song is done by a human unless you like see it mm -hmm. so like what if ai gets to the point in music where like you literally can't tell like mm -hmm. the only way you could tell because they've even like perfected the imperfect imperfection right that you like literally can't tell so let's say like what if the loneliest girl was written wholly by an ai okay like, let's say how that's how good it got and yeah. you hear that song and then you're like, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm a lonely girl, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you find out that it wasn't a lonely girl that wrote it. It was, in fact, a not-feeling AI that can't feel lonely or not lonely. <laughs> okay. So how does that make you feel? <laughs> okay, no, I, I get what you're saying now. All right, I get it. I, I thought way too into it the first time around. Okay. Yeah, you tried to yeah. megamind mega that. Because um, I have strong feelings for it, but if I, I mean, yeah. it, just to cut it short, like, if I thought it was written by a human and then I found out it was AI, I mean, def I think I would definitely be like, oh, fuck, taking back a bit, like, shit. One, I'd be like, oh, damn, like, oh, fuck. Uh, that's probably what I... I would swear a lot because then it, it's the lines are blurred, bro. Yeah. You know, you really start losing that sense of uh, that grasp, that morality grasp, the human element. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about it either. I think it'd be interesting if, like, I connected with the song and, it, like, made me cry and I was like, wow, this song understands me. 
and then it was AI. It probably would make me feel different about it. I mean, what if that, what if there's a song that you really like connected with? Like just as an example, or like, uh, let's just say we were talking about Sam Smith, right? Sam Smith, um, you say, you know, that song is a beautiful oh, song. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. What if he like, not AI, but oh, comes out, it was completely ghost written the whole thing. Oh, right. Uh, that doesn't matter to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, because that was a real person writing that and sharing and feeling those feelings. Yeah, and I think the way that it's delivered feels powerful. Like mm-hmm. you could, I feel it in that song with you feel it. That says yeah. that, and like the way that he's like singing, I'm like, ooh, I'm really feeling that part, even though like maybe the lyrics aren't his. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I do, but I do appreciate artists that like write their own lyrics, and I think it it's like more fun to listen to the songs and you can like notice that it sounds different like yeah. Taylor Swift I freaking love Taylor Swift and like I love how she writes her songs and uh, it's just people don't write songs like how she does but you can tell this is like oh I'm listening to Taylor Swift You're listening to like what was written in a diary yeah, yeah like yeah you get it yeah yeah I get and, it no uh, for sure even though I'm not a yeah. T-Swift fan like you can't deny the artist, the artist, like I'm, like I'm not a T Swifty, I guess you say. Like their song comes on on the radio, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good song. I'm not gonna go like listen to it, like search for it on Spotify. But it okay, comes on, yeah. like what is it? I like search for her on Spotify. Yeah, like I'm feeling 22. Like that's a great song. I love that song. And teardrops on my guitar, of course, Ooh. fantastic. But yeah, yeah you can feel, yeah, like authenticity, authenticity. Um, Clockwork Happy. Oh, here we go. First time chatter, dude. What's going on? Jumping to the chat for this one. I think it's a big difference between artists who write their own songs and others who are show ponies. I love that description. Oh, wow, that is fantastic. Yeah, man, I was kind of hitting on that in uh, like the industry plant thing, right? You can kind of get a sense, man, of like just this the shallow a show pony. It's perfect. It's show pony. Yeah, yeah. I, and so I, this is really interesting. That's like interesting because. Um, I, like the Taylor Swift for Sam Smith example, right? Like, I think there is a big difference between the artists that write their own so- songs and don't. Where like Taylor Swift writes a lot of her own songs. I Sam Smith, I'm just gonna say he. Let's say he doesn't, or a bunch right. of people write it. Um, I still really like Sam Smith. You know? Yeah, like, for like sure. Taylor Swift, I like really appreciate that, and it's like, wow, that's a big difference. That's how her stuff sounds. But then I listen to Sam Smith, I'm like, oh, I really like this stuff too. Um, but there is a difference for sure. But I like both of them. Yeah. I guess that is what I'm saying. No, you know, I, yeah, I get what you're putting down. And I think if to answer that initial question, I mean, I would feel like, I don't know what I'd feel, but I'd still like listen to that song. Right. Because it still like means something to you. It connected with you in a certain way, right? So there's a little bit of human element to that. Yeah. Like Matt, and so Clockwork c- continues like mass-produced hits all the right beats sure because written by a team of professionals right almost like a like an algorithm but man you can't tell me hits the same as like elliot smith right exactly or like tom waits or just people of like different genres that are just you know showing moments of weakness in their in their writing and then it comes out to be yes okay that thanks for clarifying uh clockwork guy that's for real yeah because you can still like the stuff that's yeah, produced by a team, you know? And they all work on it and stuff. Cool. 
um, but for sure different when people do all our own stuff. It's great. Yeah. Fantastic, man. Thank you for joining in the discussion. That's fucking awesome. Love it. Yeah, I love it. And see, this is what Carol Tuesday it. really kind of stand, stand out, stood out for me because uh, Watanabe is a master class yeah. of not only... I think he understands that creating a, a moving piece of art or like this amazing ser- a story is fully completed in all aspects. He doesn't treat music as a device to further the story it is an integral part of the story and carolyn tuesday is just the culmination of that to perfection tell him girl tell him tell him i will tell him i'm telling him right now i'm telling him the podcast i said it (laughs) okay keep telling him beta bang bada boom what you want to do um but in terms of this we're talking we talk about ai i kind of want to jump on this other subject a little bit because you streamed a little bit in your past we all watch streamers now and is this um, parasocial relationship that is becoming more and more rampant um i think it's always become an issue but just in today's day and age um, and so like parasocial relationships you guys aren't aware for that is like when essentially a person that you follow like a celebrity uh e-girl whatever you know you watch them all the time they're streaming that you develop a relationship with that person but they don't develop a relationship with you because they're streaming to an audience they don't know who you are but you know who they are so it's a skewed it's like non correct ratio and people like get these feelings do these weird things um in the real world uh this girl got was thought this tiktoker audience or whatever was talking to her directly through music she even showed up to his house and when he showed up he was like oh no it was just like a lyric in a song like, i didn't really like want to like you to show up that happened like real life and i think she ended up like didn't really go too well but anyways in carol tuesday similar nature you have sybil cybel however you pronounce it with uh carol and i and again right like this was 2019 this is like four years ago that really wasn't uh like i think back in the day like i, I didn't really know that was like i didn't know that it was called parasocial relationship until like i still i started getting into the streaming world and then i see people see people saying like oh just because you like you watch a streamer doesn't mean you can demand stuff of them like you're in a relationship and they're like yeah i agree with that like it's just I want to hear your thoughts on it, Shane, uh, Zell. Like, as a streamer yourself, where do you think like like the line is drawn, or do you think that people? Let me let me ask you actually definite question. Definite questions. Do you feel like this is an issue currently, and will it go away, or yeah. is it? No. Okay. Speed um, <laughs> route, baby. Uh, what was the first part? Be, be feral, perfectly, dude. Vebe totally knows who I am and loves oh. me. Yeah, bro. Like I'm saying, like the VTuber thing, and that yeah. is a bat. Shane, I'm gonna get back to you in a second, but I feel like B. Farrell just said this on the VTubing things. It's unfortunate that people promote that. Like they treat their audience like a boyfriend, right? Like you like this boyfriend shit. Like oh, it, it, yeah. I won't get into it right there, but I love that you brought it up, B. Farrell. Uh, Shane, back to you. Yeah. Um, well, I gotta say that it's freaking so cool. So. Um, parasocial relationships right yeah they're happening for sure and um i think it's really easy to subconsciously get to be like that without you realizing it because Mm -hmm. you're just watching this person a lot so like when it's happening i think you're not really conscious of it you're watching somebody a lot like i used to perfect example i used to watch recful all the time that was a dude i would watch stream for hours and hours like every day always watching his stream all the time and you just feel like you get to know the person 
right. because you're seeing them so much. Right. And uh, I remember being like, wow, I know a lot about Wreckful. And I would think, like, I bet if we, like, hung out, it would it, would it be, like, weird because it's like I know all this stuff about you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, like, a random person. But, like, you feel like, you, you're, like you're in on the inside jokes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you have inside jokes with this person. And you're like, wow, yeah, I know so well. Um, and that can happen when you're not even, like, trying to like be someone's friend or like think you're their boyfriend or girlfriend you know yeah um, i think you hit the nail on the yeah. head there yeah do you want me to keep hitting it yeah if you want i mean okay the clockwork happy I mean, clockwork happy okay. like what do you mean we're our best friends after my first time yeah. chatting that's a perfect example that happens a lot it <laughs> happened to me whoa yeah like oh, it just wow. like the trauma you know like the then the message it and then the trauma dumping it's like whoa dude like yeah. I don't know who this guy like guy is. Like I remember one time I was like I think I was playing with you or my brother Austin. Um I was trying to play like a video game and he this guy just jumped into my lobby. And I was like, oh damn, like what the fuck? He's like, hey man. Hey, get oh. time to play. Like he was talking to me like he knew me. And I was like, I get oh. it, bro. But I was like, whoa. I, I played with like a game or two and I had to like pretend like the bounce, right? But because like I didn't set that boundary. Oh. I didn't set that boundary yeah, my first experience. That's weird. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> and I don't, uh, I don't think that's going to go away. Yeah. Um, unless, like, the the influencer market crashes. You know what I mean? It makes uh, money, dude. Like, you, oh, the crazy thing. The crazy yeah. thing, bro. If you type in, this is, like, happening right now, real time. China is, like, mass producing female streamers to purposely do this like parasocial relationship boyfriend type thing oh i know a whole bunch of guys are watching me but you're the only guy that really donates to me what dude they are met there's a documentary out i think it's vice it is surreal what? dystopian yeah so essentially it's a management company a they're company. they're managing female streamers right and these females it's this follows a particular female streamer and her management is another female and the, the streamer is like, oh, I'm just like so tired today. I can't. She's like, nope, you got to get gone. We need your quota of like this much money, this much donations. And like, yeah, and oh. it, there's like, bro. And then this is the crazy part. When they're not streaming, there's like droves of, droves of them on like a sidewalk with like no the ring lights way. practicing. I swear to God, dude. I Look it up, no bro. It, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not lying to you. I've seen it's happening right now. Bro. It, right what? now. That is that is crazy yeah it's fucking nuts social engagement is the best way to grow a community so it's hard to keep proper boundaries agreed agreed bro do you think oh clockwork saw it clockwork saw it oh no totally real dude clockwork orange bro you're my homie now we do parasocial relationship let's go so (laughs) hey man can you (laughs) do my parasocial friendship sounds great Come on over <laughs> and invade my personal space and be really weird about everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, that is absolutely terrifying. And so there's like an actual market for that, though. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that's like, I'm her boyfriend. A lot of people that truly believe that they're like their guy or it'd be similar to like oh, you're like, remember that video of like the mod for... um 
what's that really popular female streamer where like she's like cosplaying and he goes to high five her and he, she like doesn't high five oh, him. Oh, is that Amaranth? Amaranth, right? Like there's okay. a, like that like that sense of like oh I'm her mod, like like that sense of entitlement, you know? And and it's a little bit of objectify. It's it's I I feel bad for these guys because I f you know it just didn't happen immediately. There was like a a point A and a point B to that destination, and it makes sense in their mind probably like it i feel bad for him because they're getting manipulated yeah they don't know better yeah they uh it's uh yeah it's crazy because you know we're like joking about it and being like how is that possible but then for those people like it they're is possible it. and they're like living it and yeah. they're like that's my girlfriend don't talk to my girlfriend you know and like you know maybe I just haven't been exposed to it um, to know like how to like test myself. Like I don't yeah. know if you've like donated to like your waifu streamers or whatever, and you're like, oh, I think she likes me. Or like you've been tempted to do that, um, and you can answer honestly. We're not going to judge you. I'll judge you forever. But the rest of people won't. No, I mean I not okay. like that. I've donated to people. Like I've donated to Iron Mouse. But I think Iron Mouse is like just a a fantastic person that has like a really hard life. Um, okay. I've never. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Are you saying like donating to it, someone as like a leverage? Yeah, or, or to feel like you were, like you're donating to like have them give you attention, and then you know with the idea of I can donate more, and this person will like want to then start talking to me. Okay. And like that Ooh. space and. I just wonder how tempting that is for like most guys or like straight guys because like I lab gay so like I don't hey so <laughs> I don't like that movie streamers don't work on me I'm just like wow those are freaking huge yeah. that's crazy girl you know oh, well, back. think about it this way right so essentially they're flexing their money by donating right I mean fucking real world bro like guy, guy rolls up in like a Rolls Royce you know, so, you know, flex money is like a thing, right? Uh, so maybe they're thinking the same thing works in the streamer. But little do they know, the streamer's like fucking probably, at that point, packing in like fucking buku bucks. Oh, oh, Clockwork, check this out. Clockwork says, so I'm a girl and I've had that happen with guilds in my online games. Whoa, Ew. you really have to be firm and put your foot down. But when money comes into play, it gets real weird. See, that's that. See, Whoa. that's like crazy. Whoa, Brad, wait. Ever heard of a Greg Yamato who spends all of his family savings on a streamer and ended up killing them when confronted? What? Clockwork says, yeah, I remember that. What? Wait, spent money on his what? Spends his spends all of his family savings on a streamer God. and ended up killing them when confronted. Oh my gosh, he kills whole family because they said, Hey, are you donating to a streamer? Like, are you donating all of our family's money? to a streamer online oh and then he says yeah i'm doing that now i have to kill you bro <laughs> i don't spend that. money on streamers because i spend my money on 2d png gotcha waifus baby let's go <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk oh, bad bro let's go where the tentacles at where the dude the where the, bro the ovipositors i'm freaking Bro, Jalter banner, oh, fake grand bad. order. Let's go, dude. Three hundred bucks, no problem. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Uh, righteous. I feel like. Oh, oh, 
I feel like that how the OnlyFans and such things work. Like I pay for them. We must be in a relationship now. Dude, a lot of people feel like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> Get some high quality resin figures for that money. I almost bought a high quality uh, Makima figure, um, but it ended up like being like 600, 700 plus after shipping. I, I, I took a step back on that. I said, all right. How long did it take you to step back on that one? long time because you didn't get the final price it was like a pre-order and then it finally got like made and then you got your shipping quote and then i got the shipping quote and i was like see you later <laughs> see you later see you I later can, i like it i can masturbate for less than six hundred dollars <laughs> bro <laughs> hey you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying yeah. reddit's free baby oh true so yeah true, so you were like true. no but i mean there's some a little too much uh, there's some tight tight figures like there's this tight mech that i kind of want to get bet. um it's like a high quality like mech oh you're such it's <laughs> 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 so fucking stupid um I know. Dude, you got boomeranged by that. Like, I got boomeranged, bro. Out and it came back. It went past my head and it came back from the. Oh, hit me. Yeah, Brad, like, B. Farrell says it, right? Like, I, I sub to one stream every month because I watch like three times a week. And some other streams will occasionally. Yeah, for laugh. I mean, there's nothing wrong supporting. There's like, supporting is awesome, especially like peer to peer support. Like, that's a game changer in like people earning income for themselves, and it's fantastic. Like I do it, people obviously support, but there's definitely like lines you don't cross. And like that entitlement is like one of them. So it's really interesting to see all this play out, especially for the coming months. And especially like VTubing has become such a huge thing. Um, honestly, that aspect of VTubing put me away from it. I kind of dipped my feet into VTubing. The model you're looking at right now is a v you can consider a VTuber. Nowadays, I really just consider myself a virtual avatar because I don't really like the, no the, the territory VTubing comes with. Just, I mean, it, um, they prey on the lewdness. Like, that is yeah. a way to hey, just earn fucking money, well, man. I got something to get off my chest. And it is related do it, to exactly what you're talking about. And it might be kind of controversial. So I'm going to... I don't know um, if this is bad to say. Go for so it. So this is a risky... Here we go. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, I was seeing a clip on live stream fail of some, like... I think girl was... It was a VTuber was getting harassed a bunch because she streamed the Harry Potter game. Oh, Silverville. And, oh, right. And, like, so I was like, oh, what? That sucks. She's, like, crying because she's streaming the Harry Potter game. And I watched the clip, and I was like, oh, this is a VTuber. Sweet. And, like, she's crying, but, like, half the screen is her tits. Dude, <laughs> that's... And, like, and the physics... Does, you like, jiggle physic, bro. And she's crying, and like her tips are bouncing up and down. And I'm like, girl, what's going on here? And I just laugh. No, I have. And been, I, I understand that she was crying in this really awful situation. And it sounds horrible. I mean, right. That sucks. She's getting bullied and is crying. Right. But like, big old anime milkers. Milkers, dude. On the bro. screen, flopping around. They do that. They'll, okay, the thing, like, VTubers will do this where they just like, they're showing off their model and they just like jiggle in the camera, right? And it makes me fucking laugh because like that's a real person behind the camera just going, Ooh. like, <laughs> like they're like doing a shimmy 
Like, yeah. like shimming behind the camera. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, if would you be comfortable? Like, would you respect yourself if you were doing that in real life in front of a camera? Oh, I would. Be real. Stop yeah, I mean, slut shaming, bro. Thinking, no, it's the cognitive disconnect, man. Yeah, it's no. a cognitive disconnect. No. Absolutely, clockwork. Girl, get her bag. Get the bag. Get the bag. Get it. Get, get the, the bag. freaking bag, uh, dude. I would do that. Yeah, you know there's nothing I mean? wrong with it. I would. I should start OnlyFans so I can get like ten dollars a month, maybe. You know, and like pay me. But it all it all right. adds up, bro. Get like you you, you do that, you get the you do that, you do the freaking boyfriend material thing where it's like they really are like oh you know blah blah blah. And then yeah, I, I've seen all aspects of it, and I'm just you know the more I see, the more I further want it. Like all yeah. I'll ask. How do you see all of them? Did you have to? Oh, this thing I don't know. Patreon, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you have to maybe go undercover. No, dude, they'll just throw it out there, bro. Look at like, all the look I, at being, no, it's fine. Like you look at a, friend, a VTuber yeah. like Shy Lily, right? Like Shy Lily is full on lewd and she leans into it. That's cool. Like, is she the dragon? No, she's the orca. Oh, who's the dragon girl? Um, is Coco? A dragon? I mean, it's all fucking kind of things. And that's not to say, like, VTubing is a great thing I respect. Um, like, there's whole aspects of Like, Iron Mouse is fucking phenomenal. Like, just a great, great person. Um, is he hot? That's a girl. Um, oh. Yeah. Who's the one you're talking about? The most famous one that kind of brought, made VTubing mainstream was, uh, it's Coco, but her new, uh, K-Son, K-Son. She's awesome, man. She's a great human being. You know, you can just tell. Yeah, see, like, Clockwork said it perfectly. Like, if you like being lewd is totally fine. You get it, get your back. But you have to know your audience that attracts. <laughs> like, if I went on cam with just my feet, there's gonna be degens. Yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> fuck, bro. I honestly want to like shave my feet, and I'll make an AI generated image of a girl face and put my profile OnlyFans, bro. Fuck it, fuck it, let's go. Wait, why? Why? Wait, where? Why did you talk about your feet? Uh, cause uh, Clockwork talked about how they can. If they went on cam with just feet, oh. the type of people they would track would be DJs. Oh, I see. You yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Oh, Poseidon. Wait, I know, wait, we wait, got wait, so wait. far into this. He's like, I had no idea if like a plot of Carol on Tuesday was this deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, we got to reel it back. We got to. We went to Peril oh, social no. relationships and we and we, we went Thanks to Mars, bro. For, for watching. <laughs> oh, till man. Next time oh, on Mars. Mars. Mars sucks. Like no, you. I mean, let's wrap this. Let Mars, Carol and Tuesday. Um, so as we're watching this series in the beginning of the show, there's little nuggets that uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, the director, kind of leaves with us with the class differentiation between Mars and Earth, you know, and that kind of what I love about the way he directs is how it really comes into play full circle. Like we have that first arc where uh, Carol and Tuesday do the Mars stars blah 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 and then the second act we really come it really all comes to a i'm being careful with the words i say around you zell it all comes to fruition come on. with the uh -huh. mars with ezekiel and like the rapping and the politics all coming into play so that's one th that that is a a constant thing that is presented i believe in his works is class warfare um, or class differences and how it can really cause a rift between just like human to human bonds. Um, that was a lot. And I think it was so perfectly said. 
succinctly said, I think you really, I'm not joking. I don't think there is anything else to say about what you just said. That's how freaking perfect it was. Unless you want to talk, I don't even. I had to do a hard. I had to do a hard pivot. I had to do a hard pivot oh, back to Carol on Tuesday. So we okay. talked about Mars in the show. There's Earth and there's Mars. People who live on Mars are like you know, second class. People who live on Earth are first class. Right. Kind of like Gundam, a lot like Gundam. Okay. Yeah. So in the first act of the show, we get brief little nuggets of that class difference. Right. Second arc of the show, it comes to. Well, you know a climax when you have Ezekiel Carol's you know kind of boy toy you know do that rap video he you know you know crash the server be the tyrant you know he's talking about yeah. like, revolting against the, the current class system okay yep now you now you get kind of how we're I'm at with that yeah it's simulating class warfare. Class warfare, okay? Yes. I'm just saying, I like how he does that in his series. I like the, yes. the narrative direction. In all of his series. All of his series, he's doing that. Yes. So some type of class warfare. Yes, but also, Got not it. just that, the narrative direction of, like, leaving nuggets and then, you know, at the, you're leaving pieces of the pizza, and then at the end of the show, you get the whole oh. pizza. Yeah, dude. I freaking love pizza, too. <laughs> awesome. uh, I mean, dude, he does a great job, and uh, yeah, and that's why good old Carol. On my fucking note, on my notepads, my notepad. I'm gonna get you in a check, dude. Standing ovation right now. What's that? Rice, you have no clue what Carol and Tuesday is until this combo. Get into it. It's on Netflix. Actually, crazy enough, I typed in Carol and Tuesday on the Googles, and apparently Billy Billy has like all the episodes you can watch for free. So fuck it. Go ham, dude. Fuck Netflix. Pirate that shit. Crash the server. Become a tyrant. I stand Ezekiel, dude. Ezekiel's sick. Yeah, he's tight. I wish he got more Ezekiel. I wish he got more Ezekiel. I wish he got more of uh what's his name? Ziggs? The bass guitarist. Uh, oh, Zig cool. He was tight. Yeah. Oh, no, man. I think Carol Tuesday is a phenomenal series. I love how at the... Um, it kind of tied it in together because we're just pushing the hour mark in the podcast. Try to keep it near the hour so our listeners can enjoy it. Um, if you're watching, check us out on all podcast platforms. Watch hours. We've going, you know, for three years now. we got some cool shit. If you're listening, check us out live. Uh, Monch hours. You can just type that in. We'll come up. We'll come up. Um, but to put this together, essentially, the we talked about this multiple times during this episode. Um, the human element, right? Human element. Right. Imperfectionism is perfect. Oh my gosh, you're bringing it all the way back. Right. Oh my goodness, you're insane. Okay. Because of the imperfection, you can make bonds. The greatest bonds are presented to the most point by music. It's because why music is a universal language. Okay. Okay. So at the end of the show, what's connecting everybody together? Music. The bonds Carolyn made, bonds Carolyn Tuesday made with each person, which each artist during their upbringing. Oh, God. Look, no, I'm standing for Roddy, this. bro. I'm standing for er, Even Ertigan, dude. 
Oh, Crystal. my goodness. Um, what Delore, what's his name? Delore, the guy with the D. Uh, the, uh, the one who's, like, dying. Oh, Desmond. Desmond, floral. Even Piotr is there doing his dance during yeah. a slow song. GGK. Mother, mother, Angela. Yeah. Bro. Everybody is there through the bond of music. And I think oh, right. that that is something that AI, you know, can't really crack. It's that human element, man. That was crazy did you plan that all along there's something like that yeah this that is there's there's a little bit of a structure to the way i do things that is nuts so when i was watching too it's funny you point that out now with like all the people that they've like met and it's like oh they're getting rewarded for like being nice genuine people and like making connections that are like real you know and not like superficial they're like Oh, we're helping this person. I'm helping this person. It's like, oh, all these people they helped along the way are also here to like make beautiful songs. So cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Right. Such right. a good anime. It's a good, it's Watch a great it, anime. You got, multiple Watch people it. are, you know what the best thing is? Multiple people are saying they've never seen this, but they want to watch it. That's yeah. what this is all about, dude. This podcast has been like the main point of it is just like to, to talk to people. Like you would talk to a like your friend, like no pretentiousness, just like dude, let's have a fucking chat. Let's just sit down, have a brewski, have a chat, partake in some shenanigans. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. It's cool. This it's cool, cool to like it's... cool shit. Yeah, and to and talk like Carol... about it. Yeah, Carol Tuesday's great. Like I never really seen an anime that focused on music before, and I thought that they handled it. It was just super well done, and the music slapped too. Like the music was even good. Well, you know what I'll say with that? Beautiful. I want to check out the, the music artist behind the characters. Oh, That's like my yeah. next step. That's like my next step. Yeah. I'm so curious. I would just love to see if they, like, make other music. I think they do, man. I think, like, I think they Angela is, like, Aliza is, uh, is her, it says, like, V-O, Aliza, L-I-Z-A. And I think, like, they have to, right? Because there's no way they're that talented. Yeah, they're, that's got to be, like, a little bigger. Yeah. Yeah, no, or for sure. Just a, yeah, maybe it's just the person that was doing the voice acting called fucking, really say. I have the tech, uh, bro. I have the fucking tech. Yeah, it, oh, it's senior. such a good watch. Angela. It's just a good watch. Just... It is a great watch. I mean, yeah, and again, it's like Clockwork says, Watanabe is the shit. It really is. It, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. gem. Um, if you guys really enjoy uh, music, uh, thanks for the follow, Clockwork. Really appreciate it. Um, you guys really enjoy music in series and not just like music that's a background element music that is to the forefront that really is a part of a great storytelling right it, then i yeah. encourage you to check out you've most likely seen bebop check out samurai shampoo oh, it so is good. such so good that i mean bebop is goaded but i think shampoo is the perfect perfect representation of how watanabe blends genres together it's beyond perfect I love anime so much that's so good samurai shampoo is amazing and yeah he doesn't miss he doesn't he doesn't miss, miss. And you want a something more watanabe. lighthearted? space dandy dude space dandy fantastic b feral rip not nujibes absolutely oh man absolutely that um that was the whole 
yeah it's um we had a really good actually a most downloaded episode is one where we dived into champloo and ujibes <laughs> some funny school New job yeah he's uh, the goat yeah i mean he's like the pioneer one of the the pioneers of, of lo-fi which is yeah yeah so champloo is definitely a mix on that of course if you watch adult swim back in the day as kids which is what this podcast was kind of themed after you can tell like we're on our own little little like spacecraft in the sky then you know all about lo-fi and just everything about it so definitely and watch robots. those out yeah and robots. And his name starts with a t tom that's the uh that's the guy there buddy that is I'm the really guy. happy you, i'm really happy you remember that i got you but yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Really want to say thank you so much to everybody who came on to the podcast for this episode. The um, This is, of course, live. We'll be uploading uploading it um, Monday as we do, the Monday Monch launch. You know, it has been for forever. Um, so on all podcast platforms, would appreciate it. You know, just liked it or do whatever you do on there, Spotify, whatnot. Uh, helps the algorithm juice. But more than likely, this was an amazing episode. Thank you so much for Zell coming on as the guest. Thank you guys yeah. for to- joining in on the discussion. This is one of the most discussed ones we've had and it's honestly beautiful to, to get in that kind of like round table uh verbiage there and just you know kind of going at it really appreciate it that was it. really cool yeah this that is, was that was awesome it was cool if people yeah. were like asking and asking questions and like contributing to the conversation that was really cool yeah what i love about it is like they came in and i hope to people that came in like it was really comfortable for you to come in because that is what we aim to do because a lot of times you do get some some projects that are great but like I don't know. They come off from like a really high horsey kind of standpoint, and you know, you know, eh, right? But yeah, you know, we're down to earth. We fuck around. We banter. We make mistakes and imperfectionism. We're is perfection, imperfect. bro. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> and with that, we're off, dude. Follow us on Botch Hours. You can hit me up H A U N Z Z Y on social platforms. Later. Bye. Thanks for, for watching. Till 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 next time on Munch Hours. <laughs>